The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, it's another uh, Monday in the City of Champions across this great province of ours. Hope you had a great weekend. Hey, Andrew. Jaylen Nye, how are you? I'm good. How My are daughter you? got engaged over the weekend. Well, I thought she I thought she was already engaged. Doesn't she have like three kids already? Two. Two. But, you know, you got to kick a couple of tires along the way. <laughs> I saw the picture and I thought... Beautiful, yeah. Yeah, it was a beautiful picture. Nice ring, too. I actually thought that they were already engaged no, or something. No, 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 As long as you get it all done, I don't think it really What's matters in what name? order. Kelly. And he's the carpenter? No, he's really good with woodwork, but yeah. he, he makes a living uh, working for a company that installs solar panels. Oh, okay, because we talked to him about woodworking, actually, because we yeah. actually had him looking at our house going, hmm, wonder what we could do here. Oh, so, yeah, the, the guy's yeah. very, very, ha- yeah. he's everything I'm not, Lovely frankly. Young man. Yeah, he's a great guy. I was actually going good to respond father. to your um, tweet last night because she had the three fingers, she had three fingers up and showing off her, off, off the ring, and I was like thinking, maybe is that how much she's asking for you to pay for the wedding or get out... Three checks from your check. Do you know that's a conversation that possibly we could have sometime this afternoon? Because do am I on the hook? Because and if we're talking about tradition in terms of mm. your daughter gets married, that's mm-hmm. one thing. Um, and I love Kelly, and I, I'm very happy that uh, he asked my daughter to marry him. And I certainly would have approved had he contacted asked. me. <laughs> oh. So, but again, it's a second marriage for Ashley. Mm-hmm. Kelly is about 40 years old. Does mm. he need to contact the dad? And I know he doesn't need my permission, but would it have been courteous to have phoned and said, this is what I'm going to do? I suspect that you would have, that you're thinking yes. Well, to be honest with you, it took hours for that to cross through my mind. I I saw the picture. I I. I talked to Ashley. I congratulated her. I told her how happy I was. Mm -hmm. I tweeted about it. It was literally hours later that I was just sitting in the rec room and thought, hey, wait a minute. And I think my thought process honestly was this, that, okay, so what should I offer to do for the couple? Is it, you know, I I, I already paid for one honeymoon that (laughs) Ashley took. And then as I was thinking about what tradition (laughs) might be, that trailed through my mind. Well, traditionally, though, wasn't I supposed to be asked? Or at least be told. Well, let's talk about that a yeah. little later on in the show because um, I think there's going to be some uh, different perspectives. Yeah, and I'm not uh, mad about it. I'm no, just curious what people think. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Hmm. We're going to start things off this afternoon though by talking about uh, dangers and driving. Okay. They're not dangers and driving. Well, it is. <laughs> yeah. But dangerous well, driving. Well, it's an interesting topic, especially this particular take on it, because we all know the dangers of drinking and driving. Um, and we all know that wearing a seatbelt is mm-hmm. something that's become, both those things have become socially um, acceptable, socially unacceptable to drink and drive, socially unacceptable to not wear your seatbelt. But is it socially unacceptable to continue to use your phone? Because we see it all around us. There was a study done, a mm-hmm. survey by uh, Desjardins Insurance that said 80% of respondents have seen other drivers while distracted, yet only 38% admit to doing it themselves. <laughs> With more on the results, we're joined by John Bordignon uh, from, De, uh, from Desjardins Insurance. Hey, John, thanks for taking the time. Hey, hey listen, thanks so much for uh, having me on. And for the record, you better ask the parents before you marry their daughter. <laughs> you, you would think so, right? you damn straight. I did. Now, was that a first or second marriage, though? 
It was first for me, but my my uh, wife's dad had already passed away. But mm-hmm. I went to go see her mom with flowers in hand and said, "Hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. Are you cool with it?" Yeah. And I think it worked out pretty well. All right. Well, mm-hmm. that's one vote. Yes. All yeah. right. There you go. Interesting stuff. Is. Doing our own study. This is a really interesting study and one that I've been waiting for somebody to put out, John, to be honest with you. We've all talked about distracted driving and we all know that there's dangers, but when you start putting a number to it, um, and especially this, that 80% of people say they saw somebody distracted (laughs) driving, but only 38% of people do it themselves. So I guess what we can... What we can learn from that is... We're a bunch of liars. 52% of the people are liars, yeah. Well, that's why we use it as a headline. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that was the biggest discrepancy. And, uh, and yeah, and, and, you know, we've done a lot of these surveys over the last few years. You guys have been kind enough to have me on your show before, so thanks again. Uh, but I, I think what we're finding is when somebody, you know, is sitting in front of a, a survey and they said, whoa, they're, admit, they're asking me to admit something that's wrong. I don't know if I'm ready to do this. And I think that might have come into play here. I think that's interesting, even though it's anonymous and no one's going to really know, uh, you know, uh, that it was you saying yes or mm-hmm. no. But uh, yeah, because anonymous surveys. Yeah, sure. I'll uh, I'll fess up on those things. So there's lots of distractions, though, in the car, John. We know it could be, you know, the kids in the back. It could be the music switching the radio around. But uh, I'm guessing that the phones and those smartphones becoming uh, the number one distraction. Yeah, it's absolutely true. I mean, we've been eating in our cars for decades. Uh, We've had passengers in our car for decades. We've been distracted by things outside the vehicle since the car's been invented. So I think we can really point the finger to smartphones. Uh, The other thing our uh, survey uh, saw was that a lot of people really don't know how to use all those newfangled infotainment (laughs) systems in their cars. Some of them are harder than others. You know, you got to push the screen. Uh, there's no volume buttons in some cars anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't take the time to learn that, uh, that's going to take your focus from the road. So technology here is the culprit. Yeah. So let's talk about that because there's a couple of interesting things and maybe it'll open a few eyes. So over the years, cars have become more safe and they're more able to take impact or be in an accident and not harm the individuals. <laughs> Drive right? for you, park for you, sure, they, slow down for you. They do a lot of things, right? But the one thing they can't do is take that phone out of your hand and distraction while becoming one of the number one causes of accidents, it's also starting to push the boundaries, is it not, of the number one cause of fatality accidents? Absolutely. We've, we partnered with TURF, the Traffic Injury Research Foundation. I encourage your listeners to go and look them up on Google. They have extensive scientific data on this. You talk to the cops provincially, OPP here in Ontario, RCMP in Alberta, you name it, and, and they're all saying that distracted driving now is as bad, if not worse, than impaired driving. And, and our survey also looked at age groups as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you, you would think that, you know, it would be a, a, a young person's problem, and it is. They are twice as likely, 16 to 24-year-olds, but this affects every single driving age group. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. And what's happened is people have just gotten accustomed to having that phone with them at all times. Once that thing pings, it, it gives you a Pavlovian response, and you just have to pick it up. And when I go back to technology, too, what we're going to start seeing now, perhaps, is devices that dismantle the use of your phone while you're driving, whether that be a third-party device or the manufacturer start doing it, because this is a deadly situation. It's not a joke. And what we're trying to do with more awareness is to make it socially unacceptable 
just like impaired driving took years to do uh, decades ago, we need to start doing this now. But how, how do you do it? I mean, if, if, if the parents are doing it and the kids are watching them do it, you're setting the yeah. example. That's a very good point. And that, kids start learning what you're doing and driving way before they start driving. Mm-hmm. And you're, and you're seeing, you know, eight-year-old kids looking, oh, daddy, you're speeding. Mm-hmm. Uh, or mommy, why didn't you stop at the stop sign? So, I mean, they're starting to learn what you're doing well before they start driving. Uh, our survey know, John, looked at I, that, too. I, I got to tell go you, John, there's a, there's a couple of points there that I don't want to lose. I want to cycle yeah. back to them for a second. Because we sure. talked about age and about who might be doing this. And we always think of young people as being the ones who are on the edge of technology. But it's actually for the reasons you said earlier, I think, uh, an older person or somebody in my age category is not as familiar with the technology and is therefore stumbling with it or, you know, pushing buttons and checking to see what that bing was and and i i think it's important that we that we make that distinction that while nobody should be distracted driving or touching their phone at all i would think people in my age category who do are probably taking their eyes off the road for an even longer period of time that is a reasonable assumption i i can't say for sure but i i think this harkens also to something even deeper than this it might be it just simply that psychological tie you have to this piece of technology uh, because you're just so used to having it with you and using it all the time that even when you're doing something like driving, which requires your full attention, you can't physically or mentally stop yourself from looking at the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that w- is where the problem lies, because where do you need your attention when you're driving? I mean, think about it's not just you. It's your passengers, it's cyclists, mm-hmm. it's pedestrians, it's the other road users. Well, that's the uh, other point, John. a bigger deal. Right, that's the other point, because when we talk about fatality accidents caused by distraction, and again, it's a point worth reiterating, we're also talking about people who were distracted and hit a pedestrian. Mm-hmm. And that's an important point because you think about cars and you think about, well, a guy's distracted, so I got to keep an eye on him. But we hear of accidents and had a fatal one here in Edmonton not too long ago, a truck turning right and hit a pedestrian. And you wonder, how could that have happened? Well, it happens because his head was down looking at a phone. And there you go. And then the other thing that I found surprising from our survey as well was that the majority of people, this is in Alberta, pretty much right across the country. It's all within that margin of error. 55% are more concerned about fines and higher insurance rates, mm. while just 37% are more concerned about getting into a motor vehicle collision John. while they're driving distracted. Like, you would think that would yeah. be the opposite. And this, is, this goes back to us trying to get this to become socially unacceptable. People still don't think it's that big a deal or it's life-threatening when it really is. And John, you know what, when I read that, that my, my jaw hit my, uh, my mm-hmm. desk. I, I couldn't believe that one. Now, we in Alberta, it's 287, a distracted driving uh, ticket, $287, three demerits. Um, the fact that the threat of fines or uh, insurance rates uh, were you more than, than killing someone or, or really hurting someone is just staggering to me. Um, so what do we need to do then? Do we need to have a bigger bigger kick in the wallet? Do we need to have more mm-hmm. demerits? I think, I think there's a couple of things that our survey shows. I think obviously the fines are an issue. And what we're seeing in jurisdictions across the country provincially, because as we know, this is, you know, driving is regulated provincial level. We're seeing the penalties start to come up. Mm-hmm. We're seeing some jurisdictions, I believe like Manitoba, are going to start making it uh, the same penalties as impaired driving. Wow. We know that there's some jurisdictions around the world that are, that are making laws to physically take your phone away. So can you imagine uh, getting pulled over and instead of impounding your car, they impound your phone? <laughs> I think that would scare a lot of people into not doing it anymore. 
awareness is key and also communication is key. I think, you know, if you're in a car with somebody that's on their phone while driving, I think you got to speak up. You're right. So, you know, I, I don't think it's just, there isn't one solution here. There's a plethora of them and it's going to take, you know, they say it takes a village. We really need to make this socially unacceptable and, and we need to talk about it. You know, John, you're so, sorry, Jillian, you're so right on that. If you saw, if you were drinking with friends and they said they were going to drive home, yeah. you wouldn't allow it. If you were in a car and thought the driver was drunk, you wouldn't allow it You because it's socially unacceptable. We all know people who are constantly reaching for their phone. We have to make it just as socially unacceptable. I couldn't agree more, and I think that's the crux of what it is we're trying to do here with this awareness campaign and what our survey showed. I'm, I'm really happy. You know, part of me is like happy that some of these things came out while I'm sad at the same time. Mm. You know, I had to have a conversation with my, you know, 22-year-old kid. I guess he was around 22 years old at the time. It was a couple of years ago. We were driving somewhere, and we stopped at a red light. And what does he do? He pulls out his cell phone at the red light, and he says, well, no, I'm at a red light. It's okay. And I said, no, it's not okay. It's not okay because you still have to be aware of everything that's going on. Uh, It's not okay for a number of reasons. But he says, well, they can't charge me with distracted driving if it's at a a stoplight. I'm like, they can't. (laughs) Ding dong. Um, well, yeah, plus there's that, you know, the, distraction is distraction, yeah, right? absolutely. So if you're sitting at a red light, even if that were yeah. okay, which it's not, the car beside you moves mm. and you react by moving absolutely. too because out of your peripheral vision yeah. you see that. But what you don't see is the pedestrian stepping yeah. off the curb to the left or the cyclist beside you. I, you know what? I know that that guy that rear-ended me this summer, oh, for guaranteed sure. he was on his phone. He was for looking sure. down. When I looked up in the mirror I just after he hit me, he was looking up. He wasn't looking And, and you know me. what? Listen, you two, I'm going to own this. I used to do it all the mm-hmm. time. I, I mm-hmm. was so busy on my phone all the time, and it was my kids that got really? me to stop. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm just going to own this. I touched a curb Yeah. because I was looking down. Mm-hmm. And my kids are like, that's why you don't use yeah. your phone. In the, and I stopped. Yeah, you know what, for some people, you know, and I think, John, um, I, I know I have a friend that, that works here, Kirby, she has an app on her phone that she enables as soon as she gets into the vehicle and it says, you know, I'm driving right now, I can't be reached, I'll get back to you afterwards, I love that. I just throw it right into my purse and, you know, put the purse on the floor so it's not even in arm's reach, mm-hmm. you know, because it is still, it's still tempting to do so, but you have to find ways to not do it like to break yourself from it it's like anything it's like like breaking up with chocolate or something sometimes (laughs) just you know chocolate isn't as deadly so are do what have you done john like Uh, what in terms of what well i work for a giant insurance company so i better never get caught (laughs) you know so right then and that's enough incentive for me i know i like my job thanks very much (laughs) um but but i'm like you what i've done is i put it out of sight because the thing you know turn off your notifications even yeah you know get used to that because the the thing blings and lights up and everything at night it'll light up the whole Mm -hmm. damn car right yeah so i mean do some things to keep it out of your sight uh if you if you really are that addicted i think that's the number one thing and, and and again, be vocal about it. Mm-hmm. Notice it. You know, it's like you guys said. It's a great point. I've seen people. I guarantee people who are listening to your program right now are stopping like they'll look over and see somebody on their phone, mm-hmm. or if they're not doing it themselves. I caught you. Um, <laughs> but you you really got to put it into perspective on how this can alter lives. Mm-hmm. And if you can bring it to to get that through your head, 
that might be the first step to you making a change. Yeah, absolutely. You know what, John? Always great talking to you. Thank you for taking the time once again. Thank you so much for having me. You guys have a great afternoon. You, you as too. well. It's John Bordignon from Desjardins, uh, Desjardins Insurance joining us uh, this afternoon. Are you still texting while you're driving? Are you still taking a look at your Facebook? There was a girl pulled up beside me the other night on the way home, and she came in hot. Let me tell you, she came in hot. She was driving a little red car, and I looked over, and I don't even think she was looking at the road. She was looking at this big tablet in front of her wow. on her steering wheel. On her steering wheel? It was was resting against the steering wheel. You know, to be honest with you, Jay, and like I say, I'll own it. I used to do it, and I thought I was getting away with it, and then I touched a curb and realized that, you know, I got lucky that that's all I hit. Um, But the thing is, for me to read, honestly, uh, a text, I have to put on my reading glasses. (laughs) Right? So (laughs) you're like, I'm not doing that. Like, that's when you notice that, you know... I don't drive with the reading glasses on. Exactly, because then all I see is a big blur in front of me. Uh, In the interest of uh, full disclosure, by the way, I have heard from my mother-in-law by text off the top of the show, as she's pointing out, and quite correctly so, that I did not ask my... Well, let's get to Father that. Let's finish permission. up this conversation yeah. and we'll Just want to cycle put it back out around to, yeah. to that one. But I'm curious to know about the distracted driving mm-hmm. thing. Are you still doing it? I guarantee that you're still seeing it. And, well, you're definitely uh, seeing it. Uh, Saw it again well, that's today. that's the whole thing. Yeah. You know, it goes back to these numbers saying that, you know, 80% of you are seeing it, but none of you are admitting well, to doing it. Y- you want to hear the weirdest sort of, I guess, ironic thing? One of my pet peeves lately is that when I let somebody in a lane, mm. give me the wave, right? Yeah. I let you in. I slowed down. I made room for you. I let you in, right? So today I'm driving to work and, you know, I'm in a bit of a rush, but I'm, you know, because I, I was really late, but I was behind a guy and he was like slowing down and slowing down and slowing down. I'm like, what is this guy doing? Mm-hmm. He was doing less than 20, like maybe down to 10. Well, cars are blowing by him yep. on the right hand side. And his head's down, yeah. so I know he's distracted, right? So I honk my horn, and he waves, like, <laughs> like thank you. No, no, no. That's not a courteous thing. <laughs> Get off the phone. All right, lots of texts coming in. We'll read some of them to the 2.30 uh, news. Then on the other side, let's talk about asking permission. Uh, Rob says, you know what? I walk my dog, who is uh, daily complimented for his beauty, in an area with three schools and two blocks. As people drive where they are looking, they look up from those dumb phones and aim at us. It's a daily gauntlet, and we have had to run for our safety. It will take more than a fine to stop the attempted murders by phone. How about this for a pretty honest text? I'm bad for it on the highway, but have pretty much completely stopped anytime I'm not on the highway. I know that's not a great solution, mm. but I'm being honest. Yes, you are. My kids are trying to break me of the habit and have and having some success. If I messed up on my own life, that's one thing, but it's another. Uh, it's another. If it's another's, uh, that's a whole new story. I can mm-hmm. probably say I've never drank and drove, taken some awfully expensive cab rides back to the farm, though. I'm sure you did. Mm. Uh, and lots of people, you know, pointing some fingers at the pedestrians as well. Uh, Gina says more pedestrians are stepping out on the road with their heads down, not looking at their phones as well. It's not just drivers. No. No, for no, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Distraction is distraction. Both yeah. have to be uh, very much aware. Oh. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.